Welcome back to Everyday Ricochet. I'm Mike. And I'm Bobby. Thank you all for joining us this week. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Today, Bobby and I are going to be talking about holiday traditions and why do we why do we hold those so dear to our hearts and why do we try to fight so hard to keep those traditions going? Do you remember when, I think it was the first Christmas that you came to uh, my parents' house and we got up early Christmas morning and went over there and dad had fixed a great big breakfast buffet. Right. And you were like, where's the turkey and ham? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you couldn't believe it. And I know that there was another time that we went later in the day. And I know you're getting all excited. Oh, good. This is where the turkey and ham comes in. And we got there and it was lasagna. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, it, it, it wasn't my particular tradition of turkey and ham, but it was, you know, it was your tradition. Yeah. His, his tradition. And I'll tell you the other, yeah, I'll tell you the other one that really got me was, People opening Christmas presents before Christmas <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Yeah. You know, I think it's because we always went to my grandma's mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve when I was a kid. And we would beg my grandpa, please, please, please. And he would play this game. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we can open presents. You're going to have to wait. You got to go do this and you got to do that. And then about, you know, 5 till 12, he's like, okay, you can open them. Yeah. And. We, you, you allowed the girls to open a present on Christmas Eve. And I was like, no. And I think that came from really not having a whole lot at Christmas time and thinking, well, if we open these up, then. Then there's not going to be anything for Christmas morning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so. That was always the fear, of course, that wasn't the case, but it was always that fear of, okay, or they're going to go overboard and want to open everything and then be disappointed on Christmas that there's nothing there. Yeah, I, I did that when I was a kid yeah. because I would always want to stay at my grandma's after I opened the Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. And my mom would say, um, I don't think Santa's going to bring your presents to your grandma's. I think you have to come home and get your presents. Mm-hmm. And I was convinced Santa knew where I was and he was going to leave my presents for me at my grandma's house. But lo and behold, I guess it was too late to put in a location change. He always left them at my house. And I woke up Christmas morning and ran out to my grandma's tree and it was still the stuff and paper left from the night before, and I was disappointed. I must have done it five times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember a time when, um, when we we weren't kids. I mean, we uh, teen, young teenagers, and boy, we overdid it. We had the Christmas presents underneath the tree, and yeah, we went wild. Christmas Eve, our friends were over and family were over and we just opened one, just opened one. Next thing you know, everything's unwrapped. Now, we had a wonderful time mm-hmm. and that that waking up the next morning was like, Ugh, there's nothing there and it is full of papers. Right, just, you have to clean up from the night before. Right. And we were thankful. We uh, That was a, a really fun Christmas that year. But 
it's funny how traditions we hold the traditions so close to our hearts and um, we don't ever want to move away from those even Mm -hmm. though there are times like today we have to move away from our tradition of hosting christmas right and and to go back to thanksgiving for just a minute um you always had a really hard time because i really didn't make a big deal out of thanksgiving right i guess it was because when i was a kid i was always going from one place to another and i thought well when i'm a grown-up i'm just gonna just do what I want to do on Thanksgiving. And so um, when Thanksgiving rolled around and you were like, okay, where are we going? Where's the turkey? Where's the ham? Where's all the food? You know, whose house we going to? Gathership, yeah, gathering. Who's who's coming over here? And I'm like, oh, uh, I'd rather just sit at home and have a quiet Thanksgiving. But when we were at home, it never happened that way because people that said they didn't think they would be able to stop by always ended up coming by. I was going to say, we always, on Thanksgiving, we would have our friends and family come in mm-hmm. at just, they would Whenever. just drop yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I also like the, the new tradition that we kind of started. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it was a tradition yet, but... Um, your twin brother, Jimmy, and his wife, Debbie, and daughter, Emma, a lot of times they had somewhere to go and eat dinner already mm-hmm. to be with her side of the family. Right. And then th- we started doing the, well, you know, just drop by afterwards and we can have dessert. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that. So sometimes they came to our house. Sometimes we went to theirs. But it was a really neat thing, and it kind of took the pressure off. Yep. So we could just sit and relax and we didn't have to worry about having dinner at a certain time and, you know, dressing up for everyone. We just just hung out. Yeah. Yeah. We really enjoyed. That's what I enjoyed about our Thanksgiving. And again, this year we do something different. Yeah. You know, today um, this year we spent just you and I spent time together, a nice, quiet day. We cooked a small dinner watch the Thanksgiving parade and the dog show. Yep. And then we then we did something that we usually don't do. We've tried it in the past a couple of times and it's yeah. just never worked. And we I drug you out to um the pre Black Friday right. ceremonies. Yes. Yes. Which was an adventure to say the least. Well this time it wasn't bad. The first tour we went to, I have to tell a story uh, we decided to go to Target. They opened at 5 on Thanksgiving. And as I said, we really don't ever do this. I think we've tried this a couple of years ago, and we just, both of us had really bad anxiety. Yeah. And we just couldn't be in the store. Well, we decided to go to Target this time. And when we pulled up in the parking lot, we pulled into the front of the store. and I, I was already having some anxiety and I looked up at the front of the building and I was like, oh. That's not bad. Well, I I can do that. I mean, there's only like 20 people standing up at the front door. And so when we pulled in the parking lot, we were staring right at the front of the store. And so I said, see, we have another 10 minutes. We can sit in a truck and relax (laughs) and then just go in there and see what kind of deals we can get. Well, we parked and about five minutes till five, we got out (laughs) and... We walked right up to that line, and the people were looking at us like, what are you doing? Because the line continued and continued and continued around the corner into another parking lot and back towards the first parking lot. It was 
at least 350 people. Yeah. <laughs> and we we're like, what? Where did all these people come from in five minutes? <laughs> I didn't even see nobody get out of their car. Yeah, we, we are really not great at, you know, pre-Thanksgiving or Black Friday sales. Yeah. And we have no idea what we're doing. So we get in the line and they're passing out all kinds of pre-pre-sale stickers that you can get this if you can get there in time and blah, blah, blah. Well, we were standing in line and there was a young lady. Her name was um, Bridget. Bridget. And hi, Bridget, if you're listening. I hope you are. Uh, we had such a fun time standing in line with her. She was so amped up and ready to go. She was looking for one particular thing. Yeah, We're not that's gonna... what that was. What was funny is that she just wanted one thing from that store, and apparently had a schedule of all the stores they were going to. Right. And her friend was more like me, and the more she talked about spending all this time out in the stores, the more the friend kind of backed away a little bit at a time, like, oh, what have I gotten myself into? (laughs) And she was so happy to be, she made my evening by being so energetic and so... I think she was actually one of Santa's elves. She had to be. She was just from the beginning, from when we started standing there to all the way till we got to the door. We never did see her again. Oh, no. Once she hit the door, she was gone. Yeah. She went... She probably didn't even get a cart. She probably went straight to where she was going and then to the register and was out before we could even get to the back of the store. So shout out to Target. They handled their store. It was it was just like a regular day with extra customers, to be honest with you. And it wasn't bad until you got back towards the electronic area. It was a little crowded. And that's when I started, you know, Time breaking to, out into hives yeah. and trying to find a place to hide. Well, I remember I said, you just stay right here. Yeah. I'm going to go look for, I don't know, we were looking at a TV or something. I said, we're going to look, I'll yeah. look over here and I'll meet you back. But so, yeah, that. Even the checkout was excellent. We got in the line. They moved us around. We got out and went went on. Yeah, and, and it looks intimidating because the line that you got into before you went to the checkout line was really long, but they had every checkout line open, and it went really quickly. Yeah, you pro Black Friday, pre-Black Friday shoppers know exactly what we're talking about. Yep. We decided to leave there, get something to eat, and then we went over to Walmart, which... Walmart was rough. I'll, I'll tell you, I've never in my... Now, I got to give credit where credit's due. With that many people, it was fine. Yeah, the the employees did a great job. And they... It was like a well-oiled machine. Yes. Everything. Now, they had, they had the aisles blocked off, but you were able to maneuver and get what you wanted and get out of there kind of I, I still felt a little bit well claustrophobic. I knew you did that's why we left yes and then we went to my safe place <laughs> my right. happy place well and I have to say something before <laughs> that before we hit that I have never folks I've never seen so many cars in a parking oh, lot yeah, we didn't even get to park in the parking lot I forgot about that Bobby and I literally drove up and down almost every aisle in Walmart and there was even on the side of the building there mm-hmm. was not one spot 
that you could park. And we ended up having to park across the street. At another place that was closed. We parked in their lot. So Bobby and I walk in and I could tell just holding her hand the tension she was under. And I said, let's just see if we can get this couple of things and then we'll get out of there. Um, What I found is that, and I've polled a lot of people before I've talked about this, but what I find is that pre-Black Friday and Black Friday shopping is yes, some of it's for Christmas presents, but a lot of times it's for people who have been waiting or wanting something and they know it's going on sale. Yes. So, and I've talked to friends at work, I've talked to different people at the grocery store or in, you know, how I love to talk. And so they all say, hey, that's the most, that's the perfect time to go get what you want. It's marked way down. And if you can get your hands on it, you've scored a great deal. Yes. Now, I do have to say that being amateurs at this, we didn't realize that the reason you go and camp out and wait at the beginning of the line (laughs) was because they pass out tickets to the items that you want. And then once those tickets are gone, that's it. You can't get that item any longer. So what Bobby's talking about is when we first walked into the store, I said, hey, where is where are those TVs at that you're offering? And the guy said, oh, straight back. <laughs> and I said, in back of the store? It's not in electronics. Nope, straight back. And I said, okay, thank you. I gra- We grabbed the cart. I headed straight back there, and you kind of held back. And I was standing there right by the TVs. There were a bunch of employees standing around the TVs. But no, no customers. No customers. And I was just standing there thinking, man, there's a lot of people here. And, and I'm the only one that's up that here by the That wants a TV. St- yeah. And so <laughs> I'm standing there, and it's like an awkward stare. About six employees are just staring at me like, hmm. He has no idea what he's doing. And finally the one guy says, um, what are you here for? And I said, one of these TVs. And He, he kind of laughed a little, chuckle. Yeah, he said, oh, <laughs> not these TVs. I said, oh, yeah, this is the one I'm getting. He says, uh, these are already gone. I said, no, they're not. They're I'm right leaning there. on them. <laughs> I'm leaning on them. He said, no, sir, um, that line for these TVs are over there, and all the tickets are handed out. We we don't have any more. They're oh. already spoken for. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? And I knew they were all looking at me like. And so they're like, amateur. And, and I knew, listen, after they were staring at me, I knew what something was going on. Yeah. I knew I was out of place. You get that little funny feeling yeah. like these people aren't looking at me because. They uh, think I'm handsome. Yeah. So <laughs> to say the least, I did not get the TV from there. However. While we were in there. My brother called me from another city where he lives and he was like, hey. Um, that TV you were looking for, they're handing them away here. I mean, you can get as many as you want. And he was able to pick up two of them just by walking up and getting them. So, So yes. he got one for us and one for his daughter. Which I have to say, I love And I hope paying. I didn't just ruin a Christmas present. No, she's already got it on okay, the wall. Okay, good. <laughs> um, and I have to say this, this where you can pay internet, I mean, instantly to somebody, one of your friends or family, Mm -hmm. that is the most awesome thing. It was a lot easier than checking out at the um, uh, pre-Black Friday sales. Yeah, you just hit hit the amount and send it to me. Hey, you're paid. That's right. I'll pick up my TV later on when the crowd breaks down. So, uh, and then by this time, guys, I'm still amped up. I'll 
it's not that I really crave that kind of feeling with all those people buzzing around me. It doesn't bother me as bad. Now, when we get into the really tight where everybody is up against people, mm-hmm. that's when I start to have a little panic attack. That's where I ended up in Walmart. When you went back to the back of the store, I ended up stuck in that right. where all the toys were out. So I could instantly tell Bobby was not in a good place. She was getting anxiety. She was having anxiety. I said, okay, let's. I know where I can take her to her safe space. <laughs> and... Um, I took her to Michael's. Yay! <laughs> and when we walked in Michael's, of course, I don't know why Michael's wasn't busy. I mean, they had some awesome deals. Yeah. And they, I mean, it was just like a shopping on a everyone Friday Everyone was at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so then we just spent our evening walking through Michael's and just enjoying our time together as usual and I have to say it was not it was different than our traditional Thanksgiving definitely but it was one for I can see us doing that again yeah it um, was nice it, it was very nice it's going I out enjoyed the, it yeah going out for dinner and even though I did not want to go out shopping and you may still have to persuade me mm-hmm. next year um we may have to go to Michael's before and after. Right. Well, <laughs> and that brings up a good point. I I know I know who you are and I know I know your limits. Right. You know, um so I don't if you were just dead set against I am not doing it because of we wouldn't have gone. Right. So, I guess in a way, if you you have to take chances. I mean, you have to take a little bit of chance, and you can see that you might enjoy yourself yeah. doing it. Yeah. Um, so you many know, times we get in this rut to where I didn't mean. That's I know okay. you start talking. Go ahead. Sometimes we get in this rut where we just have it in our mind. I'm not doing it. I'm not trying it. I'm not going to try that food. I'm not going to go to that place. And you miss out on such a wonderful opportunity, or I spoke about it in the past, our last podcast about the um, escape room that I went to. Mm-hmm. I was so dead set about not going to enjoy myself. This is not my cup of tea. What am I doing? I don't know anything. I'm going to make myself look like a fool going to this place because I don't know the first, you know, I don't and do you, prob- you probably thought, I wish Bobby was here. Instantly. She could do it. Instantly. And I automatically went back to the board games. You know I don't like playing board games. And it just seemed like, oh, great, a game. If I kept that attitude, it was one of the most fun I've had with a group of people mm-hmm. going to the escape room. And even yet, though I wasn't there. Yeah, and I, I even told Pat, a coworker of mine, I said, I really wish Bobby was here. We're going to have to do this. Oh, and we have one here, so we can do it. Yeah. I saw it. I spotted it already. I can't wait to do it. But you have to do it with a group of people. Yeah. We'll have to do it when the kids come down. What up, I f- up. Yeah. What I feel like happens in that situation is with two people, because I did see a couple of people going into the ones we did. Here's what I would imagine. Now, I don't know if this is true. You and I would go in there, and one of us would... Locked down. No, that's not what you're supposed to do. (laughs) 
No, Michael. No, listen, you didn't read that right. <laughs> We'd spend all of our time reading. Or or fighting back it. and forth who's right is far and then the buzzer would be Yeah. And it'd be time to leave and we'd, we'd be going, What that that wasn't an hour. <laughs> That was like us in our kitchen cooking dinner. <laughs> but uh, let's get back to the tr- traditions. And um, well, we can we can go on to Christmas. I think um, Christmas is right around the corner. Yes, it is. And I've gotten what four Christmas presents. Yeah, because we were too busy pre Black Friday shopping for us. I did get a couple of presents while we were out there. Yeah, for some little people. I'm not gonna say who or what, but. Yeah, because they're probably on their transistor radios listening to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, we did give Carter a transistor radio, didn't I, we? I did. I was explaining what that was. And it was he, completely foreign to him. He's six, and he's very technologically he, savvy. He knows how to use every screen out said, there. Papa, where are them people talking from? Yeah. I said, it's the radio. It's just like the radio. And I know he knows exactly what the radio is, but in that little box, yeah, he's used to a phone. Yeah, or in the car. And it's funny because we call, we're going, we're rambling, but they call, we call them commercials, right? Mm-hmm. Kids don't call commercials commercials they anymore. They call them ads. Yeah. yeah. Papa, what's that ad about? Yeah, because on YouTube. <laughs> everything's an ad. They're ads. Right. I know. And, and I want to say something about him. I'm so proud of him. He's in kindergarten this year, and he has started spelling. And so now he is spelling things instead of actually saying them. Which is cute. But when he does it, he has such a superior air to him. Mm -hmm. Like, he knows something you don't know, and he's going to use this on you. So he was trying. He said something to his mom about, yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And she said, I'm not a sir. And he said, yes, (laughs) (laughs) M-O-M. And I love it from the standpoint that I'm at because I can just see her when she was little acting just like that. So it kind of, you know, comes full circle and it it makes me feel a little bit better. (laughs) He, we stopped and visited with him this past week and he wasn't feeling good. And so we were just sitting there with the, on a, on the couch with him and he was spelling me things mm-hmm. and like i'm gonna teach you right Papa. yeah i know and i always say i wish i had the self-confidence of a three four five six year old yeah. because they just are confident about everything they say and do which i love so he yeah we're gonna get to see him tonight Mm-hmm. Um, we're picking them up and going to spend the weekend with them. So that's really Which exciting. is not something we do at Christmas time usually. No, we normally um, wait until because, because so much hustle and bustle is right. going on. And we're busy. Uh, we're busy getting ready for our normal tradition of having Bobby and I normally host mm-hmm. the, uh, Christmas morning, uh, Christmas day. And all of our. Our house was usually so full that. I mean, we were just sitting on the floor. And we just had a, a three-bedroom, two-bath home. Yeah. Yep. It was not, definitely not an open floor open floor plan. No. and But somehow, we it, packed so many people in the living room, in the kitchen. And, you know, they say smaller homes. Mm-hmm. What's the saying they say about um, love grows? Right, yeah. Love grows best in little spaces. yeah. yeah. 
but you have to understand that half the living room was presents. Right. Because mama and papa tend to go overboard when it comes to the kids. And that's one thing that I'm going to miss this year with us not hosting it and going to someone else's house. We have a limit to to the things that we can bring with us. Which is great. I, it is. We we go way overboard. Well, we did. But, but it, it was, you know, that's just something that grandmas and grandpas do, I think. Yeah. But it's not it's not a bad thing because we we would go way overboard. Well, and then, you know, when I realized we went way overboard is when we moved here in September. Yes. I seen stuff that wasn't even opened. Yeah. I mean, it was still in the box. Uh a toy right that was in a toy box but and we went through and got rid of so many toys and so many of them were rarely played with right i mean it was to the point where we forgot all about them yeah so and we've learned i mean when we got seven grandchildren and so we want to spoil each and every one of them equally and we want to make sure that they and we have a niece too we usually include her just like we do the grandkids we try to, you know what you do as an adult who, when you grow up and you really don't have a whole lot growing up, when you have that opportunity, but mm-hmm. then it's it's really not healthy. And it took a long time for me to understand that because I think I'm going to get the kids this. I'm going to get the kids that. And yeah. when you do that, you're, you're trying to satisfy look, something in yourself. Yeah. And they just sit down and look for quantity instead of quality. Yeah. They, you know, if you gave them two presents, they would be just as happy. They would be just as excited. But when you start giving them each 10, 12 presents, all they're doing is unwrapping them, tossing it over their shoulder. And what's next? And one thing that you and I have always done, which I was, we don't always do everything right. But the one thing that we do right at Christmas time, and I have to encourage, is don't go into debt for Christmas. Right. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I think we did one year. We Mm -hmm. went in. We we went and went used the credit cards that we promised not to use for Christmas and and ended up paying. Yeah, you paid the next well over the next Christmas date. Right, and then you're thinking to my. I really remember thinking to myself, I'll bet you not one person has or knows where the gifts that we bought them with that. Right. And so we did that one year, and I swore it's not worth it. It's not – they don't get any more enjoyment with the more gifts they get or and the it, more expensive they are. It really sucks to be playing, paying for Christmas presents that the kids have already neglected and torn, you know, broken and – Gave away. Yeah. Whatever. It, you know, in the middle of summer, and you're still paying for those Christmas presents – it's not a good feeling. So if at all possible, quality, mm-hmm. right, over quantity. Yep. And don't, it's not worth going into debt. Oh, speaking of that, they have a thing on the internet, on Pinterest, that talks about um, four things. Mm-hmm. And I think that is an excellent um, idea to use to go into Christmas. So explain it. It's something I want something I need, something to read, and something to wear. And then that gives the four things. And that's four things for Christmas. And occasionally they'll have an extra little one um, that says something I really, really, Mm -hmm. really would like to have. 
but it gives you an idea of what to get. And it helps parents out too, because they have a hard time, especially when they have multiple children. Right. You know, they, they kind of um, look forward to Christmas and getting some clothes and, you know, some things that they need, not just what they want. The problem that we had with the three girls growing up was we we didn't put anything on credit cards. Mm-hmm. We bought what we could afford for Christmas. And so, and that was it. We knew that was what we had, we could do. Mm-hmm. And so some of the things that would happen is if Brianna wanted, let's just say, she was a little older, but she wanted a laptop. That was one present that she got. Maybe she got a pair of socks or mm-hmm. a pair of blue jeans she wanted, but that was, and so that was really hard for me to to put that much money into one present. In one present, and she opened it up, and that was really other than just a couple of ancillary gifts mm-hmm. she had. Um, that's all she had. And so then you sit there like, mm, okay, I maybe should have split that up a little bit. And, but, but that's what she wanted. That's what she wanted. And she and she knew, though, right. hey, there could be a chance that this is what it was. And we always tried to warn the girls, you right. know, this 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 is going to be a tight Christmas. You know, be you just we want you to be aware. And then at the last minute. God always provided and made sure that we were able to give them a really good Christmas. And, you know, I have to say, um, and I don't want to portray our girls as being the most perfect angels, and <laughs> we raised them all the correct way. We made plenty of mistakes. But Still I, do. Yes. But I will tell you, I remember when when I, when I they would unwrap their presents, and I was kind of feeling like... Eh, I wish I could have done more this year. You know mm-hmm. how you get that feeling. Everybody knows that feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you got a million dollars or if you got $50. Everybody has that feeling of, I wish I could have done something a little bit more. It, that's a spirit of giving. And I remember the girl saying, I'd say, I'm really sorry we couldn't get to. No, I, are you kidding me? And they laugh about it now because yeah. they thought it was like, a joke that we were Saying telling that. them that they weren't going to get anything. And then when Christmas, they got a bunch. Yeah. But it wasn't a joke. It was just that panic that every parent has. Right. The closer it gets to Christmas, oh, my gosh, I didn't save up enough money. I I had to pay this bill. I had to I do don't this. have a choice. I, I'm going to have, you know, $100 to split between the three girls. What am I going to do? But like I said, God prevails and, you know, he always provides for us. With that being said, um, Bobby and I have talked about going overboard with Christmas presents for the grandkids. And, you know, that's just something we, six years ago, we did. Mm -hmm. And we cut back quite a bit since then. But this year was really different when we're not hosting Christmas. And we have to take everything with us. And the girls said, okay, let's just minimize I can't say that word. Minimize. The amount of gifts that the kids get, let's get a couple of meaningful gifts. Right. And I got to tell you, I really had a hard time it with it. It got your hackles up a little bit. I was I was sitting in my chair thinking, no, I'm I'm going to get them what I want to get. And right. Then I had, then for some reason, something clicked in my head was like. That, yeah. Meaningful. Meaningful yeah. meaning that they're going to appreciate it and they're going to use it. 
and it's not going to just get thrown at the bottom of the toy box. Right. And that's what clicked into my head. That's what came into my head. When we were moving, those toys that were mm-hmm. not touched, yep. uh, I we've could, we could we could have wrapped them 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 up this year and we gave them to a we gave them to a a goodwill yeah but um we could have wrapped those up and put them under a tree this year and it would have been a whole new experience but what i'm saying is it i was hasty about it and then i thought you know what they're right Mm -hmm. that's that's two meaningful gifts and they will enjoy them from mama and papa and they'll know uh, and they'll know they came from mama and papa and it's no different than what for Reese and Carter's birthday, mm-hmm. we celebrate two of our grandchildren's birthdays together because they're so close together. Mm-hmm. And I decided, no, Bobby decided that we should make their birthday presents this year. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hmm, I'm not, I, I'm a wannabe Bob Vila. <laughs> I think in my mind I can build stuff. And if I put my mind to it, I can do it. Well, and you were banned for a long time since you shot the need, the uh, nail through your finger. So that that kind of made me think about whether I wanted you to try building something. That's a different story. But, but. I decided, you you decided we're going to build these presents. Mm-hmm. And because Reese really wanted a bunk bed for her American Girl doll. Yep. And so. And I, we looked at them in the store and they were not great. They were plastic and they were yeah. cheap but we weren't looking at the american girl dolls ones we were looking well, at yeah the, the, the store store brand ones yeah. because the american girl doll they were a little pricey for a yeah. four-year-old so we decided hey we'll just build it and so i built this bunk bed and it was great and then yeah i mean i was going to talk about carter's little treasure box I built. Well, and you, the whole time you were building her bunk bed, you're sitting there going, I don't know what to how do am for I gonna, Carter. How am I going to top this? Because let me tell you, the bunk bed came out perfect. It did. It looked really good. I, I couldn't believe that I built it with. And that was the first thing that was in her room when we walked in. It was right next to the door right. when we went in her room the other day. Yeah. But anyway. Yep. He, you just kept saying, oh, I don't, there's nothing that we can do for Carter. He doesn't like dolls. I can't build him a doll bed or a house, house or, or something, you know, and. Then it dawned I, on me. He's always talking about. Treasures. Treasure and treasure boxes. Uh-huh. And I'm a huge collector of cigar boxes. Mm-hmm. And so what I did, I can't even, just sitting here thinking about it gives me chills because how I came up with this. I took an old cigar box and I completely built little slide doors. A false bottom. False bottom. And I put a old fashioned key in there mm-hmm. as a as a handle. And, we put different little treasures in there. And of course I make coin rings and so I made him a very special coin ring and I put it in there and a couple of very old coins. Maybe I shouldn't have done that That's for all right. a six-year-old, but I put some very rare coins in his box. And he's very careful. He He'll is. hold on to that. And so, and I just found these little treasures. And when he opened it up, it just looked like there was a key on the uh, on the false bottom. Mm-hmm. But then you, when you took that top off, then the drawer slid out. It, it was awesome. Yeah, and I went into his room. Uh, we were there this past week, and um, 
And there it was, proudly sitting next to the transistor radio. Yeah. And then Reese's bed, uh-huh. bunk bed. And it just, for, I would say, for under $20 in a, in a Saturday. It was a, it was a weekend thing, uh, Well, but. yeah. I mean, I built everything on a week, on a one day, and then I finished it this, mm-hmm. the weekend. But for less than $25. Yeah. Now... I get it. Not everybody is can do that kind of thing or has the room or tools. But you can try, just like we were talking about earlier. If I, you don't try, you never know. I did not ha- think I had it in me. And I kept thinking, we're getting down to the wire, and what if I don't pull this off? Then, then we wouldn't have to stop at the store and get something. <laughs> that was wouldn't be meaningful. No. And it would be a... a and they did get... A, I mean, we did get them a little extra other than that clothes. Sure. Yes. But, you know... But it wasn't. We ran that out was and bought them a. Gift. We didn't run out and buy them a, a play a console, a game right. console, or something that cost four hundred dollars, and and give it to them. Right. And we're. It's just something that I know they will both hopefully carry on with them through. You know, they'll hold on to it just like I do. Mm-hmm. My ET that was given to me in 1982. <laughs> Speaking of that, I had a sweet lady, um, my dad's um, friend. One of his friends. One 1982 when ET came out, I was I don't know nine, nine. years old, and she painted and well, the ceramics, do-it-yourself ceramics were really big back then, right. so everybody went to a ceramics class. And that's what she did. And, and she made a, an E.T. statue. It's not. It's a bank. Oh, is it a bank? Yeah, it okay. is a bank. But it's, it's large. And she, I, I have had that thing since 1982. And when we move, we have to wrap it up in 20 different layers. And he's always so particular about it because he doesn't want it to get broken. It's one of my prized possessions. possessions. And I just don't want it to get broke and i'm gonna steer to your heart yeah and many times i thought about giving it to carter um because he is our firstborn grandson and i thought and every time he looks at that he's like i don't want that thing what is that (laughs) (laughs) so it cracks me up because he just like looked at it like that has to be some kind of uh mistake (laughs) he doesn't get he'll understand it when we get older maybe but, well, and it looks just like E.T. I mean, it's not, she didn't mess up on it or anything. Absolutely not. But to him, it looks really foreign. You have to be over 40 to understand E.T. <laughs> but they do have a commercial out showing E.T. You, now. I think there's a new episode. Maybe there's not. Maybe I don't there's know. not. There was just something, an ad on Thanksgiving. But we're getting, we're rambling. <laughs> traditions christmas tradition and we're give, we're giving up the reins this year and our daughter is going to host it yes and it's very hard it is hard but it's hard to step back and not take control of everything mm-hmm. to bend to someone else's will but as i said in the beginning of the podcast you have to make that effort you never know this could right. be think about and you know and anyone listening knows that when they host something you are out of your mind that day. Oh, you're yeah. cleaning up the house. You're making sure this is in place. You're making sure that the de- decorations are up and the food's not going to burn. And, and if do you're you like, have enough? If you're like me, you're panicking through the whole thing and you're watching everybody's faces to, you know, for a look of disappointment to, in right. something. 
and it's it's not fun. It's it's neat to get the kids presents and see them unwrap them, but it's very stressful. It's stressful up to the point everybody starts arriving and mm-hmm. just then everybody cuts loose. Jimmy shows up in his cousin Eddie <laughs> of attire. You have with to his, explain cousin Eddie. Everybody knows who cu- I cousin didn't Eddie know is. Cousin Eddie. <laughs> Off of Christmas vacation, National Lampoon Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation with um, yeah. Chevy Chase and um, Randy Quaid mm-hmm. and Jimmy, my twin brother, comes in with a blue leisure suit and white shoes with a moose glass moose cup. You have to watch the movie. It's and, a good Christmas movie. And if I get a chance, I'm gonna if I can find a picture, I'm posting it on our website of. Jimmy in that outfit, and I swear to you, if he, if it didn't make me feel like I was standing next to Cousin Eddie, <laughs> I tried to talk him into doing it this year. Um, I He may or may not, I don't know, but those are the things, I, those are the things I'm talking about when it was so stressful doing that, and then when everybody shows up, and we're eating, and the music's playing in the background. The kids are going crazy, and they don't care one thing about eating. All they right. want to do is get to those gifts. And, okay, we finally give up, and everybody goes in there. And so this year it's going to be a little different yep. for us, but let's just take it for take what it is. Take a deep breath yep. and go with the flow. And this could be a start of a new tradition for us where we just get in the car we come up to the driveway and the kids come running out. It could be a whole new tradition for right. us. And and then we just have to get in the car and come back home. That's right. And <laughs> I mean, we can pitch in a little bit. But honestly, you know, that it's not us worrying about it for the entire two weeks before Christmas. Right. All the way up until afterward when you sit down in the middle of all the wrapping paper and go, oh, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> So that's going to wrap up this episode. And what we would encourage you to do is go visit our website. Take a look at it. Leave us a message. Tell us about your Thanksgiving and your Christmas, how that turned out. Mm-hmm. And Tell us your traditions that you your family have. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We want to we want to interact and and talk to our listeners. We have so many listeners out there that um, we're, we're not really getting to engage with a lot of them. Um, so here's an opportunity. Go to our website at www.everydayricochet.com and just look at, look at the site. Read my blog. Bobby's got blogs that she puts up each week. Um, we're going to start adding some different pictures and different things about us. Mm-hmm. And if you'll share with us and we'll even add that onto our webpage, um, and and then, if you're looking for a last-minute Christmas gift, we have our T-shirts up, some of them anyways. Yeah, Bobby, we just opened the store on our um, on our website. You can go to our website, as I said, at the everydayricochet.com, or you can go shopeverydaymerch.com, and that will take you to our website, where there you can pick up nice Christmas gifts for your family or friends. And, or for yourself. And, or for yourself. And then you can share our message. And send us a picture. If you do get one of our um, T-shirts, send us a picture of you wearing it, and we'll put it up on the website. 
yeah, we hope everyone has a great week. Um, be watching for our next episode. And um, guys, remember, it's a good day for a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.